0: All right, and we are live. Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum, guys. Welcome to the Umrapreneur Live podcast. And today I have with me Sister Uzma. Ahmad. Uzma I'm so excited to interview you today.
1: Walaikum, assalam. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, it's a pleasure.
0: And honestly, I'm so excited because my guest today is a very unique guest, guys. And I brought you people in Islamic finance, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, service providers, all across the board. This is the first time that I bring really someone that I admire for turning her creativity, her passion into a business. And Ozma is the founder of the Arty Party tribe. Arty Party offers live virtual draw where you can bring friends or colleagues together to play mini games, de-stress, have loads of fun, and get your creative juices flowing. And she got me on one of her lives to do a quick draw challenge. It's a game show where you race against the clock in fun doodling games. And, and let me tell you, I went on this game show. I, I didn't know what to expect. We went on for about 30 minutes. It was one of the funnest 30 minutes that I've had this year. Just, I mean, look, it's been locked down. I've had much social interaction and it was absolutely a blast. So I can see really the value that you bring in what you do and just the level of fun and and, and excitement that you bring along with your activities and, and what you do with our Party. So I'm so excited to talk about it, inshallah, and really just honored to interview you today. So thank you for that.
1: No, well, thank you. This is, this is really exciting. I'm excited, excited to talk about it. Like, I feel like it's been a really, really fun journey so far. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. I'm so happy you <laughs> came on Quickshot. It was it was great for me too.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. So let's start from the beginning. Let's tell people a little bit about what inspired you to create, create Dwa. And for people who don't know, Ozma is honestly a creative. She's an amazing artist. And with Artie Party, it's a way for her to turn that artistry into a business. So that's where this interview interview becomes really interesting because I know a lot of you other artists, your creatives, And you're wondering, how can I, you know, transition full time? What is it that I can possibly do with my artistry, my creativity? So tell me, Asma, for you, what inspired you to create Artie Party? How did you even come up with this idea?
1: It's really interesting. Actually, it started recently because of the quarantine. Um, So in quarantine, you know how everything was shutting down and it was, like, really depressing, like, back in 2020. And... um, my nephew, you know, uh, he was a little far from me and then we couldn't really meet up and stuff. So, and I saw how sad he was, I, I felt the sadness too, you know, like, mm-hmm. the, like, and I'm a graphic designer actually and I'm my own business and those stuff, the projects were getting like canceled, events were getting canceled. So there's a lot of time on my hands. I didn't know what to do. Um, and then I realized, look, these kids, they like, you know, they miss each other. Like my mm-hmm. nephew misses seeing me, I miss seeing him. Um, And he also has cousins overseas and stuff I bet. I was thinking about the kids. I was like, oh, they're probably really sad. You know, they can't go out, they can't do anything. So then the idea started, like, hey, let's just, you know, draw together online. Uh, And I started with my cousin's kids and my nephew and stuff. So it was fun, they really enjoyed it. And then I started to like say, hey, listen, why can't I do this with other people? And like with adults, like, why just leave it for kids? Cause you know, we all need to connect and de-stress. And this was a fun way to do it, alhamdulillah. Um, And that's how it basically started last April. Um, and so far it's, you know, it's been, it's been great. Allah.
0: That's amazing. Mashallah. What came up, how, how did you come up with the idea to, to actually take your art and say, okay, I want to create, you know, This number one, this game show, which is spectacular to be honest with you, and and it happens live on our Instagram every week, guys. So go follow us, Ozma Colors. Is that it?
1: Yes, yes, Osma Colors. Yeah,
0: Osma Colors. So check it out, guys. It happens every week. It's absolutely uh, a great time. It's a fun time to watch. You got you came up with that, and you came up also with these uh, events that you put out for organizations, for families, for colleagues. What brought you to do that? Is it that you have previous experience in setting up events in organiza- in organization or it was, was it just an idea?
1: Um, Quick Draw was actually, I think it started way before that. I think it started with my parents. I think there's something in my blood of like doing games and stuff. <laughs> So, because like when we were uh, living uh, in Saudi Arabia, we were living with our own family, and my parents were the ones who would be like have game nights and stuff. So, I think I, I always had that in me seeing them like all oh, run these like cool things uh, and like everyone would participate, Pictionary kind of style. Uh, so, I always had that in me. Like, I love doing that. And of course, with drawing, you know, it's, it's, I think it's super fun. And you're under the pressure. You felt that right in Quick Draw, under the pressure and the, you know, the timings yes. and stuff. Yeah. So, it's a lot of fun in that sense. Um, so uh, R.D. Party was basically a bit of that. You know, it starts off with quick draw. It starts off with little mini games. And then uh, like, then we have like a draw along or a paint along. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, basically I've always loved, I've always competitive and I always love gaming games and stuff like that. So I think it's always been a part of me. And I just kind of, I don't know, I just don't know how I got the idea of just twisting it. Like, like you know, why don't we just play pic- something like Pictionary online and just make, give different twists and mini games. So Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. Yeah
0: that's how it's honestly genius i love the idea it was (laughs) was so much fun to, to go through and to do honestly and um i think it's great because you know these are really the things that attract attention and they're creative ways to leverage your creativity right if you're someone who likes drawing and who likes to paint and who likes to uh who's passionate about art in that way you know this is a fun way where you can now share that passion with others Right? And, right? and now you have given others an opportunity to kind of see into your world. And I'm not someone who usually draws. I love painting, but I'm really bad at it, All right? Um, shout out to Bob Ross. Uh, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but um, you know, getting on, I didn't know what to expect. And you know, I, there was one point where you had us draw the alien, right? And you wanted us to put on accessories. And, and I realized you, you walked us through it. You're like, okay, draw the head, draw the arms, draw the legs. And it's like, oh, wait, you know I guess, you know, with the right guidance, I could possibly draw. This is you know, with the right steps, it's there. So it's, it's cool because it gives me that opportunity as someone who isn't necessarily an artist or doesn't consider themselves so to get a chance to try it out. And, you know, see for themselves. Do I like this or not?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's like, like, like the the motto that I have. Like, basically, everyone is an artist. Everyone's born an artist. Like, people grow up. You know, as kids, you grow up, and you know what? are the, You see little kids now too, right? You know, they're like they're drawing, and they're so proud of their drawings. And they're stick figures. They have no like they have super. They're super confident about their work. You know, and I think we were all like that growing up. We all had that passion. But as time grew by, you know, we. We didn't work on those skills or, you know, people told us like, oh, you're not an artist or something, you know, and you stop drawing. But I think we all have that little bit of creativity and stuff. And with, you know, if you do things step by step, I think everyone can draw amazing things and, you know, create a lot of amazing things. And uh, and I like bringing that creativity out of people, you know, they yeah. them see themselves as that.
0: 100 percent. 100 percent. And that's what's so cool. And I want to ask you, Asma, because a lot of people, they listen to this podcast and, you know, like I mentioned earlier, they're they're passionate about their art. I know so many that are painters, they're creatives. And the first question they ask is, you know, Abby, what can I do with this? You know, I understand that, you know, I want to be able to do this full time. I Is there other options outside of, you know, selling my paintings or, you know, doing art for commission? So you, you've really brought a unique twist to that where, you know, you don't, from what I know, do you sell your art? Do you do that on the side do you sell any commission work
1: um not drawings and paintings but i do do like uh children's illustrations books illustrations okay. um so i've done a couple of books like that so i guess that's where the drawing okay. and illustration comes in uh, cool. but not paintings not yet not yet okay, awesome <laughs> well, we
0: look forward to it. i know that you you have a lot of paint alongs as well that you set yeah. up right yeah. and it's uh if you go on your instagram you can check it out where you know you have for example um i believe one was the moon and there was a little mosque it was it was really beautiful i think it's the ramadan theme and you were setting up a zoom for everyone to join you and draw and so it's really nice because you now make it interactive you bring people into your world versus just saying here's what i'm doing and and putting it out there you're now you know establishing a two-way conversation and, and a relationship yeah and i think that's where it's so key go for it please
1: yeah, no, I think this is really important. I think it's especially in this time, you know, when everyone's stuck at home and, you know, things aren't that open and people are afraid to like meet each other in person, you know, we have to work with what we have you know, and um, and we're social creatures, even if, like, even if we're introverts, you know, we still need all, you know, the social interactions and stuff, and I think this was a great way of doing that, that you feel like you're connected to people, and people who are like you, or creative, you know, or creative souls, uh, and I think bringing people together and being, like, letting them be heard and seen, that's really important, um, and I think, alhamdulillah, for Zoom, Thank, thank God for Zoom, you know, that allows us to do that, you know, and all these, like, technology, you know, uh, social media and stuff. Uh, and alhamdulillah the law, RD Party has been uh, trying to do that, to connect people, to get them to socialize and de-stress and play games and, you know, like, uh, try to help each other out in this tough time.
0: I mm-hmm. completely understand. And uh, honestly, that's why it, it grabbed my attention so much. And I wanted to bring you on because it's such a creative twist to, you know, bringing your artists for your life. And I want to ask you because there's a lot of artists out there who wonder about what it is that I could potentially do to turn my passion into a business, right? Is there any advice that we can give to creatives who don't know how they can sustain themselves with their art? Is there anything that we can that we can give them in terms of value?
1: Um... First thing, I think you definitely need, like, a supportive system. You need, uh, mm-hmm. like, people around you who support you and believe in you. Um, and if you don't have that, then find the people that are there. There's people out there just like you, you know? Like, you have that tribe of entrepreneurs, you know, much of the community, you know? So, like, find people like that. And alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. I was able to take uh, a course, Niche Hero, and, you know, I found a network of people who are like me and who love f- made friendships and stuff. And so you find people who support you and you support each other um, mm-hmm. to have that, you um, You know that 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 support you need to keep going because this is it's 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 not gonna be easy. It's you know, and it's it's like a it's and it's gonna take some time. I think a lot of us we think like oh, you know, I'm just gonna do start the business and then you know I'm gonna be like full time in two seconds. But it takes time, so you need some patience and you definitely need a support system uh, to keep going. Um, And last is definitely take you know courses and go to the people who know. Like Abby, you, you create some create content and stuff, you know. So go to the people who like will help you do that to you know, get learn and you know uh, grow from that.
0: Right? Would you say that for yourself that the mentorship that you received, the support that you received was was instrumental in in helping you build this business and get these ideas and and get to where you are today?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's one of the many things that helped. um, And to, you know, get that knowledge that I don't know, you know, some of the stuff I do know, like, oh, I know how to do graphic designing and stuff. I know how to do um, art, but maybe I don't know how to scale my business up. Maybe I don't know how to manage, you know, uh, and those uh, kind of, you know, details and, uh, you know, what the experts can tell you. It's going to save you time and money. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it did help a lot.
0: That's amazing. Definitely. And I mean, I can attest to the fact that it really does for me as well. And one thing uh, that I shared recently um, on our social media was when I was talking about how uh, I don't know if you know this quote by uh, Isaac Newton, but he says essentially that if I've seen further, it is by standing on the shoulder of giants. And he was referencing those who came before him, right? The knowledge of those who came before him and his mentors, etc. And that is really the key is to leverage the knowledge of the people around you, the support systems, mentorship, et cetera, to get to where you want to be. Uh, and so that's really a crucial part of, of being a successful business owner, a successful entrepreneur. I wanna ask you, because you mentioned something really interesting, which is that it takes time. And that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs are familiar with, those who have been working to start their business. It's a long-term journey. Um, it's always a struggle, right? There's always more to do. There's always more achievements to, to, to get to and, and always more obstacles to, to overcome. I want to ask you for yourself as an artist, what was the biggest challenge that you faced, you know, turning your art into an online business and, and creating Artie Party in itself?
1: Um, I think it's your own mindset is the biggest battle. I feel like being an entrepreneur an is like you have to um, battle yourself the whole time. You know it's like all the things like the negativities, and like the you know, shaitan just, want, just wants to pull you down, you know, and make you um uh not keep going.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I think that's
1: the biggest struggle. Um, but with like with again, like the support system, and like with the mentors and teachers, and uh, all these like things, and of course, spirituality um, that helps you keep going because you realize that, you know, at the end of the day, I could do whatever I want. I could do however, like, much work I can, but at the end of the day, it's from Allah, you know, the risk is from Allah. Mm -hmm. So, um, kind of having, trying to find that balance between not, like, just working 24-7 and becoming, like, a workaholic and then balancing your whole life, you know, like, listen, I need to, this is, you know, it's a marathon, you know, you can't just get burned out. So, Mm -hmm. um, knowing how to pace yourself and like getting the things in your life uh, in balance uh, is really important, whether it's like spirituality or like uh, mental health or it could be, you know, physical health too, like exercise and stuff, whatever, you know, helps you keep going and, you know, find that out. And uh, so you can win this marathon.
0: hundred percent. That's a really good point. And, you know, it's interesting you bring up physical health because, and I think all all entrepreneurs can relate to that. It's, that a lot of success in business doesn't just come from the strategy. It doesn't just come from you know the uh, the steps that you take, or you know whether you're using you know this marketing funnel or this type of strategy, or um, you know you're you're approaching your advertising, you're, you're advertising on Google Ads versus Facebook Ads versus YouTube, whatever. It's really not that the difference maker is when you're an entrepreneur, you are generally the person running the show, right? Yeah. And and with yourself as I'm guessing it's the case for you as well, isn't it? Yeah. So your business relies solely on your ability to show up every day, right? And and yeah. to show up with with these great ideas and to show up with, you know, with that high energy that you can bring to the business and bring to the people that want to see that, that want to, you know, get that value from you, get that energy from you so they can also feel energized and feel like, wow, I want to be part of this, right? So so it's um, these are the things that matters. You know, being able to show up powerfully every day, being able to, to be in that state of mind and be healthy and be energized and 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 show up in a way where you know you're able to move your business forward, right? Yeah,
1: to be like your best self, basically. Mm-hmm. And you and you know, I think you become the brand essentially part of it. You know, people look up to you and they they see you that as like, oh, um, how you are, your lifestyle, whatever. People start seeing that as a representation, even though sometimes that's a little bit. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. I was like, no, guys, calm down. Uh, but uh, it's yeah, it's definitely trying to be the best you can be, and to provide value to people uh, who need it, you know. Um, yeah. And you also benefit from that too—the energy and stuff, everything. It, 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 its like a cycle, you
0: know Oh, definitely, completely agree with that. I want to ask you, with the Artie Party Tribe, what is it that you plan to do with this with with this company that you created, with this business that you created right now? Because Right now, I know that you offer events online. Do you plan to also offer local events once the pandemic is over, hopefully? Is there any other projects in the pipeline for you with Artie Party? No.
1: I'd love to do that. I'd love to have party party like uh, parties like in person. But you know, once inshallah when everyone's vaccinated, everything's clear, then you know to open up and actually do it in person. I remember, one of my friends was telling me like she was like, "Oh, why don't you do it at a park? You know, and do it outdoors in nature." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that would be so awesome!" You know, <laughs> and everyone coming together. And I'm sure when things open up, everyone's gonna be super excited to have any sort of like parties and socializing and stuff. So I really look forward to that day inshallah to do that in person. Um, yeah, and the other thing I think is to have, you know, besides uh, if, let's say, in the meantime, to have more RD parties, you know, that are for the public and uh, quick draws that are, you um, Try to make it more regular and make it on youtube you know kind of make a game show that's regular that everyone can watch and participate
0: in. that would be really really fun honestly actually especially with i think bringing it onto youtube is is a great idea as well i know now you're on instagram live mostly yeah uh, and, and it's it really it's a for all of you for, for those of you who don't know it's really a struggle instagram just they like to be different and so you can't like when it comes to streaming we can stream like we can stream this podcast on facebook and youtube no problem but we can never stream it on Instagram because Instagram have their own platform. You have to do it through the app. It's vertical instead of horizontal, and there's all these little li- limiting factors. So we've been we've been actually working hard to try to figure out how we can bring this onto Instagram too. So, I mean, inshallah. But go ahead, yes. It I'm is, sorry.
1: yeah. No, it definitely is a struggle. I remember when I first start, first started doing it too. I was just like, how does this work, and why can't I do it? You know, landscape. You know, I want to <laughs> yes. do landscape so I can post it up later. But then I guess you have to do post editing. You know, after it's done. Mm-hmm. But Instagram is fun in a the sense though, because there's a lot of people on there. Everyone's excited, and you know when. um, the interaction and the comments and stuff it's fun to see i love instagram but yeah. that's that is their flaw they're very exclusive on
0: yeah trilogy. yeah definitely they, they like to like to keep uh the audience to themselves they don't like to share it <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so i want to ask you as my entrepreneur from one entrepreneur to another right i mean for you what has been the like the biggest lesson that you've learned um in starting up this business right and and i know a lot of creatives they, they say i struggle with you know the business side of things I'm, I'm really great at my art i'm really great at what i do but I just, I just i don't get the business side was this a challenge for you or was it something else
1: um uh, the business side is definitely a challenge i think because there's a lot of things that go into it sometimes we think like oh yeah you know we're just uh, gonna do it once or whatever but being consistent with things and also like managing uh different aspects of it like the social media is one aspect and then there's also the emails emails are super important um and so just kind of juggling everything uh consistently i think is a challenge for sure um, but i guess with time you know like things you well once you start it up you know in the beginning you struggle but with practice and time you get better and better at it and things get easier I know that's been happening with me too. Like you start making templates and that makes life so much easier. So they can just like plug uh you know, plug it in, like, oh, this is the already part, it's coming up, it's about this, and so and so is coming to the quick draw. So templates really help. Um, you start right. doing that yourself.
0: Right. They don't talk, you know, that's something that we don't talk about enough. And it's it's true that it is also something that I use daily in my business. And I, I wouldn't be able to to have a team if I didn't. And and I work with um two people right now an entrepreneur, who helped me out and um with my team it really is all boiled down into processes and templates and it's all about, okay, this is exactly how we do this task in the business. And here's how we do this other task. And here's a template for that type of post, And here's a template for this type of post, and this type of thing. And so when, when you, and it really helps you as a business owner because you don't have to constantly think of, okay, how do I, how do I create something new every day? You don't necessarily have to, you can have these templates and you can just shift them and change them accordingly. Do You have a lot of processes that you map out. For yourself?
1: Yeah, like there's there's basically like you said like systems like and you know mm-hmm. you don't need to like uh you know invent the wheel all over again you know and, and that does help and also I think uh sometimes trying new avenues like I realized like oh sometimes people like to see quotes I didn't know that you know I was like oh people really really like this you know so you kind of like um you know experiment with different Mm -hmm. things. And then you realize, oh, this one sticks. So then you're like, okay, so this is gonna stay a part of like the the Instagram post. I'm gonna have a quote on this day, whatever. Mm -hmm. So kind of have templates and kind of scheduling that really helps as well to have things organized in that sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, scheduling is a big one too. We have our own social media schedule, et cetera, guys. So I hope you're taking notes because there's a lot of value being dropped right now about all the all the things that we do in our business. Uh, so if you're listening, hope that you're taking notes, inshallah. But thank you so much for for dropping so much value. I wanna bring it back to RD Party tribe a little bit more. Cause this is what excites yes. me the most, to be honest with you. This is this idea got me it got me pumped, guys. It's got when I found <laughs> out about this, when I found out about RD Party, you don't understand how excited I was. I was like, oh my God. Because I, I I used to follow you on, on Instagram my even before, and we knew each other because you were part of our entrepreneur uh, Facebook group, right? Mm-hmm. If you guys aren't part of it, search entrepreneur on Facebook, uh, join our group. It's uh, an open community. And you were part of it, and I believe you had joined before creating Artie Party because I remember looking at your Instagram and profiles a few months ago, and it wasn't there. So I know it's a, it's a recent project. Now, has it been in the pipeline for a while, and, and it's just now you're launching it, or did you really just, Start recently, and then start putting all of these systems and game shows and and events into
1: place. Um, yeah, I think Quick Draw has been more recent. Artie Party started last April, okay. um, but then it was more private. I think it was less consistent, and it was you mm-hmm. know, um, and then you know, I was just kind of getting used to things. So that took some time to get uh, get you know get the ball rolling on Artie parties and public Artie parties. Um, but recently I've been starting to do premium party parties which is basically people can you know book their own personal events because you know let's say you want to have a birthday party or an eid party or whatever you know so um so Alhamdulillah, people have been uh, ordering that so I think that's where um that's been like a little bit more a vision like you know you can see that more nowadays um and of course yeah quick draw started more recently I think uh, earlier this year and had a um, I think, 11 or 12 episodes, which is like super exciting because it's it, different different ranges of people um, from artists to like Shuyukh to like just regular people. And, you know, just it's it's been really fun from the law. So it's mm-hmm. it has been, you know, like different steps, like Artie Party came first and Quick Draw came later. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's what you saw more recently.
0: Yeah, and there's a lesson to taking that really because so many business owners, you know, start off with this big vision, right? This big vision of what we want our business to be. And I'm sure you, for yourself, for party, you have this great vision that you wanna build, right? You have uh, this image of, of what you want this business to be, what everything that you offer and everything that you wanna put out there, but it's important as well to start one step at a time and to yeah. essentially build it one step at a time and you decide, okay, this is the first thing I wanna implement and then I wanna implement this other thing and this other thing. And eventually just make sure that by doing this, everything is properly implemented, is properly set up and then you can move on Whereas when you do everything at the same time, then you're, you're scrambling like a headless chicken and you have no more time for yourself. You don't even know what you need to be doing. And everything's kind of done at 50 percent instead of being 100 percent.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really relate to that. Like, like, you know, like you and if you start doing that then you're going to get burned out, then, you know, then things are going to drop and stuff. And and I think that's also part of the process. I think it, entrepreneurs know that burnout sometimes that happens, but you just have to know yeah. when to get up. You know and you know that is uh, i think one of the most important things i have also learned that the process of getting up you know it's okay get back up again you know you failed or you uh failed in you know quotations you know or you you know uh fell off the bandwagon whatever but you get back up again and you know um yeah that's
0: 100 percent. and i want to ask you because you know for yourself what what is the point in time or the moment in your life that you decided that you know you wanted to actually turn you know your passion for art into a business when you decided you know i I want to do a bit more than just paint for fun and and you know draw for fun. I actually want to try building something out of this. Was there a certain moment in your life that you could recall or a certain event that happened that motivated you to to have this shift in perspective
1: um I would definitely just say quarantine. Like I've always liked, uh, you know, I was like being creative and drawing and, you know, taking art classes in school and stuff. Um, but I never thought of it as like a profession, you know? Um, but definitely the quarantine kind of, you know, when things when things are more limited, then you start wondering, you're like, okay, what else do I do? What else do I enjoy? What can I offer? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird, 2020 really like brought out a lot of, you know, things uh, in all of us. I think we all learned a lot about ourselves in that year. Uh, and I think we're still learning, you know, at this time. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, I feel like sometimes things are always deep inside of you. Um, but then you just don't get the opportunity. You don't get the time and stuff. But uh, in, a, in a way, Alhamdulillah, 2020 brought that out. Uh, and, you know, helped me look, uh, look at myself, you know, and figure things out and find out, that, oh, listen, I, I like this. And, you know, maybe this could be something other people enjoy as well it's de-stressing for me and I looked up you know like there's been studies that actually you know drawing or creating for like about like 45 minutes or so it actually does de-stress and um everyone's stressed out this time mm-hmm. so I thought you know why don't we de-stress together <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it was really a sense of I guess it's done from from feeling like you wanted to share you want to share that passion with, with people you wanted to essentially you know, bring other people into your world and experience what you're experiencing because you felt like during the pandemic this wasn't possible anymore and you know yeah. social we weren't socializing as much
1: yeah for sure and you know what? it's like when you're feeling isolated and stuff and i feel like a lot of people are feeling like that isolated stressed out and um just when you well, all you see is negativity you know in the news and stuff it's really like you can't function and that's the first step I did. I was like, you know what? No more Facebook, no more looking at the news and now like, you know, getting the, you know, to get the mindset uh ready. And then you you're able to create and like think and actually do something that's positive and, you know, give back to the world and do something that makes a difference. And I think right. that really helps me feel like, oh, okay, there, you know, there is hope and give other people hope by seeing, you know, they see you doing that and they join in. So well, I think this is it's all about like being having hope, I think.
0: For sure, 100%. I want to ask you real quick uh, one more question that we have and um, we'll also dive into some Q&A soon, guys. For all of you that are watching now, I can see that we have lots of people tuning in, mashallah. So for those of you who are watching, if you have any question for Asma and for all of you creatives out there, this is your chance now. This is, this is someone who's, who's been able to really create something amazing with their art and with their passion. So if you have any questions about that, drop them in the comments and we'll, we'll answer them to, during Q&A. But I got one more for you um, before we get to that. And that one is this, it's yourself right now, as an entrepreneur, you're, you're working on R D Party and you're working on building a community. And as you mentioned, you're working on growing your impact. Now, a lot of people in the beginning when they build a business, the first thing they're looking out for is, you know, how can I generate that income? How can I you know, land the, those clients and, and be profitable? Now, what is the approach that you're taking? Is that the approach that you're taking? Or do you, are you more thinking of, a, of an approach towards, let me start off by building the community, building the brand, you know growing the audience first, and then we can get to the sales and the profit, et cetera. What is the the approach that you're that you're taking towards your business?
1: Um, I think it's hard to just do one uh, mm-hmm. because you can't have one without the other. So it's kind of like trying to find that balance between like, okay, like um, I do want to have an income and stuff, but I also want to like not turn people away because it's too pricey or something, you know um and the, i think the first step is definitely though to create a tribe and find you know mm-hmm. find your tribe and kind of uh help them feel like hey listen we're, we're the same we're all in the same boat you know we're all friends here uh, you know and it's okay everyone's at different levels of drawing or whatever creativity but we're all the same um so i think first step would be for me is like building that community alhamdulillah it's been it's been growing um and um and then inshallah you know i think the income will come uh, will grow once you start providing a lot more value or people see the value and they start, they, people share, you know, and I think I'm always surprised. I'm like, oh, what are you sharing this stuff? You know, you're sharing that, you know, or sometimes I do like challenges on Instagram and I'm just drawing by myself. And some people they're like, they join in and they start posting about it. So like it grows organically. Um And that's, that's like a, I don't know, a big boost, you know, like, wow, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big blessing. Um, so I think it's definitely like growing the tribe first and then inshallah income will come.
0: hundred percent. I like that. I like, I like that very much. And I think that is the approach that people need to take in this day and age. Cause I know a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this guys, whether that's creatives or just not creatives alike. I mean, myself, I fall victim to this sometimes and we're always thinking about, okay, look, but I need, I need that money coming in. Right. I need like, come on, I, need, I gotta save myself, but you need to put yourself in a position where you're okay, not making money for a few months. To be able to build up your brand, build up the audience, build up the community, as you mentioned, because without people that know, like and trust you, that believe in what you do, believe in your mission and vision, you won't be able to move forward, get clients and just grow your business. And the key to growing any initiative whatsoever, whether it's a business, a movement, a community, et cetera, Mm -hmm. is to get people to believe in that mission and that vision. And what you're doing with Artie Party is you're, you're bringing people together and through the vehicle of art right it's just a vehicle and you're bringing these people together through that vehicle and then you're saying through this we can come together we can have fun we can interact and we can build these connections and i think that's what attracts people to you into Artie party
1: yeah for sure connections is is a big deal and Mm -hmm. um you know especially when people are losing connections nowadays it's nice to be able to see like hey listen there's people like me out there and that um that feeling uh, is really important. Um, and like at a human level, you know, like you find even people who are across the world. Like I just made friends last year who are like literally one is in Malaysia and one's in Canada, you know, and it's like, wow, you know, this is amazing. And we connect at such a deep level. And just because of these uh, things like this, you know, and uh, Alhamdulillah, if I can provide that to other people, I think it would be a, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that, that, you know, people make friends and stuff and they don't feel so alone in this time, you know, because, uh, uh, it's it's very dangerous to feel like you're you know loneliness is a big thing. it's it, you know it can get really uh, dangerous if it's been you know just left there. Uh, but you know if for people out there, you're not alone, there's people out there just like you. and you know definitely connect. you know there's easy it's easy to connect inshallah uh, with the right tribe and uh, alhamdulillah, you know, we can all help each other out.
0: definitely definitely well I'm definitely a fan of it and that's why I wanted to bring you on we got one more question for you and this one is we ask every single guest uh, one of my favorite questions and the question is this before we dive into Q&A inshallah because I know we've got a lot of questions in the comments as well that are coming in and that one is the following what is the one thing that you would tell younger Asma who's you know who's, who's growing up and she's Maybe con- she hasn't really gotten the idea for the business yet. She's considering it. She's not really too sure what to do. Is there one thing that you would tell her that she could hold on to that she can keep in mind?
1: Everything comes in waves, you know, whether it's uh, feelings or income or anything in life, you know, it's just a wave. There's going to be high points. You're going to ride that wave. You're going to surf through it. You're going to enjoy it. But then there's going to be times of, you know, lows and just keep riding through it because there's gonna be always an up that's coming up so um you know have that patience and have that tawakkul and you know hold on I think uh to Allah that's that's, that's the biggest point um and, and it's it's strange because it's like business you're like a, how is spirituality related but I think it is it's very connected um because when you have you know that in uh, with you with that connection with Allah Taala, then you know, you can feel like it's okay. Whatever happens at the end of the day, inshallah, everything's going to be fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, Mashallah. I think that was, that was something that really um, hit me. So I like that. It, it, it was one of the the things that I like the most while through this podcast. So I, this is why I love this question so much because it, it, it kind of sounds off topic, but it's 100% on topic and it brings out these amazing... Uh, reflections. So thank you for that. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I completely agree holistically with what you're saying. And this is, I mean, the mission, the vision of entrepreneur, right? To bring, bring a, to build a bridge between spirituality and entrepreneurship and so that we can be, be stronger in both. Uh, really, that is the goal, inshallah. So we got a lot of questions coming in in the comments, guys. So we're going to give you a chance to get the answers that you've been looking for uh, with Ozmar right now. I know you guys got lots of questions for Uh, for our guests so if you have any more drop them in the comments we'll see how many we can get to we'll try to get to three or four at the very least inshallah and um try to answer them so one of the questions that we got right now and this is an interesting question because um this we've talked about this topic in different ways on this podcast and the topic is mental health and this question here is how does she manage her mental health and doing multiple things at once
1: um i think the first thing is to definitely have a support system have you know um a lot to have you have family uh, or people you uh, friends and stuff to confide in um and to connect with you know um because you need to be seen and heard um mm-hmm. and uh that's important um the second thing is um is to have uh what really helped me through this like entrepreneurship and like do party and stuff is actually I have like a mastermind group of uh, two friends, you know, one is in Malaysia, one is in Canada. So shout out to Mina and Amber (laughs) for supporting me through this and we support each other and help our businesses grow. So to have that, you know, that that tight-knit circle that helps you through those tough times, uh, so uh, that's really important. Um, And I think to have things that you know that you enjoy, so even in those tough days, You can get through the day uh by doing those things that you enjoy like if it's something small like i'm gonna go for a walk that makes me feel better so you you know if you're having like an off day you're like i'm gonna go for that walk to have a list of those things so whenever um you find that maybe like you know my mind is a little bit a little frazzled today you go for those things
0: Mm -hmm. i love that thank you very much for answering that question we got a few more in the comments and some really good ones so honestly i'll try to get to as many as possible inshallah guys so keep them coming um because these are definitely some great questions here and thank you for answering that uh so we got one more uh this one is more of a technical question but uh we'll we'll answer it nonetheless we'll we'll try to give you guys some values this one is when you're about to create an event for one of your RD parties online how much time do you give your followers when you first post about it so it's more of a technical question uh do you wait till the day the event is actually going to go live or is it a few days or a week uh, or a week or two before the event Mm -hmm. What works best for the outcome for you and thank you in advance.
1: Sure. That's a really good question. Um, and you're right. It is pretty technical, but <laughs> like, if it's like a public, like if I, if I'm doing like a public party party, like an already party that people, can, anybody can buy tickets and join online. I usually find that it's uh, at least like maybe three weeks in advance, you start posting about it two weeks. And then, you know, and then as the, as the time gets closer, you post more consistently about it. Because um, like, I noticed, like, even if like on social media, if you're posting about an event too much, people get, get turned off. So you need to like space out the advertising you know um and another thing is like once you sometimes when you like you can even like advertise in a way that's like um unique you kind of provide something of value like you talk about something else and then you just kind of mention oh by the way i'm having an arty party at this time you know sign and get tickets so the people do get the value but they also get to hear like oh look there's something coming up so that's another uh trick for that
0: awesome thank you very much for that so (laughs) hopefully that gives you guys some value if you guys are in the business of creating events or creating uh, little shows, whether it's in your business, little game shows like that. Uh, so I appreciate that little tidbit. We got one more, doing business in creative world can be very competitive and full of pressure. Any tips for people in general to maintain that creative side, how do you do it? Right? To maintain mm-hmm. creativity in, in a competitive business world. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I think uh, the one thing is to realize that um, that there's enough out there. Uh, and once we have, if we think like there's not enough not enough people out there, not enough sales, you know, that have that scarcity mindset, then you're going to feel a lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, so first have that, uh, you know, that yaqeen that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is he is kareem, you know, he is he's al kareem, he's most generous. So there's enough out there. Um, so that kind of like lowers, you know, the stress and the pressure. Like, inshallah, you know, I'll get what I, it uh, was written for me. And the other thing is to not look at other people as competition, but like, you know, how can I collab with them? Because I, I have other people who are doing similar things as me. You know, I know people like that. And then, you know, once you collab with them, instead of seeing them as competition, then you feel like, hey, listen, we're all in it together. How can I help you? And how can you help me? Um, so you kind of uh, feel less uh, of that stress that, you know, um, and we can all earn together. Um, and in terms of creativity, sometimes I think uh, to, uh, I find myself that some days I'm very creative. Um, and some days I can't make anything, you know, and that's okay. Creativity is not something that's like very, um, like you can't like do it on demand sometimes. And that's part of the process. So, so just kind of be kind to yourself. Like, Hey, listen, I'm not going to do anything today. I can't do, I can't create today and that's okay. Tomorrow will be another day, you know, inshallah I'll do it then. So kind of taking that pressure off yourself.
0: Definitely. And I completely agree with that. And and uh, one of the commenters as well to the podcast said, and I completely agree that uh, there's all there's enough for everyone, and the feeling of abundance is important. And I completely agree with that. In that, you know, there's two different ways you can look at the marketplace. One is from a scarcity mindset and feel like, well, if someone else gets a client, that's one less client in my business. Yeah. Or you can understand that every person only gets what they are decreed um and that if something is determined then it's decreed for you it is part of your risk then you will get you will get it no matter yeah. how far it is no matter where it is so it's important to approach it from that mindset as well and you know just have that abundance and, and have that reassure uh, that feeling of, of um of trust in allah's uh you know providence and and his his grace and him being able to he him being the provider essentially yeah. Um, so we got, well, we got a few more actually. Um, so we'll try to dive into two more inshallah. I know I don't want to bombard you with too many, but I appreciate you, you know, coming on and answering all these questions because we got, sure. uh, we definitely got a few good ones here. So we got another one here. This one is, let me see if I can pull it up. Will give you the confidence that you can turn this passion of yours into a profitable business? It's a good question because, you know, I think confidence is an interesting topic. It's an interesting question. A lot of people, you know, feel like oh, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not the best painter in the world. I'm not the best writer in the world. I'm not the best, you know, uh, you know, whatever it is in the world. And so, why, why me? Why would people want to work with me? How, you know, what allows right. me to start a business, right?
1: Right, right. That's a that's a really good question. I think um, like not feeling good enough is actually something that a lot of people struggle with. It's like a really human thing. So don't feel like, oh my god, that's so so weird of me to do that. You know, to feel like that. So that's definitely you know not the case. That everyone goes through that. Uh, So from my mentors and stuff, uh, I've learned that basically one thing is that um, that, you know, like uh, if you let's say you go into a building, you know, you um, and there's a huge line, you know, and you're waiting in line and then you get inside the building like a DMV, like, you know, you're getting your license updated or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once you're done with it, you come outside, just the people online, they don't know anything, but you only went ahead of them like 10 minutes or so. So but you have some information. So if somebody asks you, you can tell them. Right. So even if it's like a little bit of value, You're providing that value to people. So you are, like, let's say, like, um, you know how to draw 3D things or you know how to draw some things very specifically. There's people out there who don't know that, and they would appreciate that. So, you know, you do have value. So first realizing that. And the other thing is, um, hmm, the other thing, I can't remember. (laughs) I had two points, but I can't remember the other one. But basically, you know, um, to realize that I think uh, these skills that you have uh, is from Allah. Yeah, you know, like you've been blessed with some skills, some value, something. Um, and to have that, you know, that confidence comes from like, oh, it's not me. You know, these these are skills that have been gifted to me from Allah. It's like a blessing. So that, you know, maybe there's people out there who would appreciate that. And there are people who don't have that what you have, and they want to see that, you know, they want to learn from you, even if it's a little bit. And, you know, so just start. You're gonna find that there's a lot, there's a lot more you can offer.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for, for answering that question. We got one more, and this is going to be the last one we answer, guys. So if you have any more questions, drop them in the chat, and I'll see if I can get Azumada to just quickly respond after the episode. But let's, let's squeeze in one more for the audience, because we got a lot coming in, mashallah. So a lot of people want to ask you some questions. They're interested. So... Uh, we'll see if we can cater to a few more one more is this one uh for someone who has zero creativity in the arts so drawing painting arts crafts etc how do i integrate more of these activities into the family with with my children if i can't do it myself so that's an interesting
1: question yeah um then i guess then it's like anybody else and like you bring uh people who know so um, you find like the people who provide these kind of services or you find things that are online and um, there are people who teach this stuff step by step, like Bob mm-hmm. Ross. Like I love Bob Ross. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he does oil paintings, you know, he did oil paintings and it was all just step by step things, you know, and, you know, I learned from him, you know, so, um, so something like that. You go to people who know um, and you can find a lot of content out there that you just follow things step by step. And then, um, you know, and of course with the family, with kids, everyone doing a project together, it's so fun because everyone comes out with something different. You're all doing the same thing, but if you all like, let's say you all paint the same picture together, but you're gonna find like, you know, the kids are coming up with something different and everyone, you know, so it's always fun to do that. So I think uh, definitely do something that follow things step by step and you'll find like, hey, listen, I got this, you know, I got this.
0: that's amazing. Actually, that's that's a really cool idea as well that you brought i'm just, you know, bringing together the family and being like okay this is a picture that we're all going to try to draw and uh, let's see you know let's 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 all try to draw in our own way and see what are the different versions that come up and it's cool because you are going to have a different you know approach from every single person and when you think about that i don't want to go too deep on this and start being existential but where do you think that comes from is it Is it, is it, is it a culmination of our experiences? Is it just the way that we view things? We all see things differently. What do you think that is? Or what is the reason for that?
1: Hmm. That's a really interesting question. I think because everyone's different. Everyone is unique. You know, everyone has different life experiences. So um, even, you know, like when uh, like I draw something and I see like somebody else, like an audience member is drawing something like a, a guest and they add things to it that I didn't even think of. I was like, oh, let me add a snowman here. And I was like, snowman. OK, cool. You know, like that's amazing, you know. Um, but it shows that, you know, you have value. You are unique and you are important. You're special. You know, like there's Uh, there's something that you bring to the table that other people might not. And that's important to see that. Um, And that's what, that's so cool about art. There is no right or wrong, you know, everybody just do whatever, it's art, you know, it's your creativity. um, So you can never really be wrong about that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, just express yourself.
0: Yeah, I like that. I love that. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate you, sh- you sharing that, and and I like what you said at the end that you know with art you cannot be wrong, and it's true. That's a an interesting take. It all depends on your perspective um, and know your, your approach. So I want to ask you, Asma, You you've come on. You've shared with us so generously um, your wisdom, your your advice, your knowledge, and I really appreciate you. I honor you. I'm grateful to you for that. How can the people listening to this you know support you, support Artie Party? Um, Be part of the community and, and just support everything that you do. Where should we take them to?
1: Uh, First of all, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed this. (laughs) Thanks to everybody for asking the questions, and I'm glad that you guys found value in it. Um, Well, if you'd like to learn more about Artie Party, you can go to the website ArtiePartyTribe.com, and you know, there's things that are freebies. There's, um, there's, you can learn more about it, and you know, you can even book a premium party if you're having an iftar party coming in Ramadan. You'd like to do that? Definitely go for it. So definitely go sign up at ArtiePartyTribe.com.
0: Okay, already party tribe.com, no Yes, S.
1: Tribe.com,
0: Okay, yeah. my bad. Sorry, I gotta okay. So I got to say tribe.com guys. You're going to see it pop up on the screen right now, or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, on the recorded version, already party, tribe, party tribe.com. And also, I think an, an awesome place to take them is your Instagram, because, I mean, that's where the fun happened, guys. If you go and you scroll just enough in the timeline, you're going to find the quick draw that me and Ozma had. So <laughs> uh, we had a little drawing challenge, and I got on, and... Uh, I drew a, what did we draw? We drew a, not a dinosaur, what was his Uh, name? Godzilla. Godzilla, there you go. We drew Godzilla, (laughs) among other things. We drew an alien um, and and a few different people. So uh, make sure to go check that out because it was an absolute blast. And it's on her Instagram. What is your Instagram handle? Let's put it up there on the screen so people can check it out.
1: My Instagram handle is at Colors, So you can find that quick draw stuff, uh, inshallah, on there. And yeah, make do. Inshallah, put this stuff up on YouTube so it'll be more accessible to other people.
0: For sure, for sure. I mean, that's a problem with Instagram, guys. They just, they don't want us, they don't want us to go on other platforms. I don't know what it is with them, but Osma colors, Osma dot colors. So there's a it's period in the middle um check it out guys we'll drop a link to both of these in the description anyway no matter whether you're listening on spotify apple podcasts or watching youtube facebook etc that's it's been an absolute pleasure it's been an honor to have you thank you so much for coming on we want to have you back talk more about RD party in the future once it's at a later stage and it's even bigger and better and i know it will be so just like so much for for joining me today and uh, of course. And, and, and for all of you who are tuning in right now, who've tuned in today, I appreciate you. I'm grateful to you. Know that every single week I interview with some entrepreneurs as amazing as Ozma to bring you that value, that knowledge, that wisdom. And if you like what you hear, if you enjoy these episodes, then be nice. Take a minute out of your day. Go and give us a little rating on Apple Podcasts. Give us a little five star rating. Show your support, show your love or subscribe to us if it's on Spotify or YouTube or wherever you're watching or listening. And we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Assalamu (laughs) alaikum.